Hi, everybody, and welcome back once again to Zao, the podcast where we hear and share stories of life lift. You may remember our last episode was the start of a four-part series of the four spiritual truths I've learned from running. And the first part was doubt is not the enemy of faith. Certainty is. And a subtruth of that was just because you can doesn't mean you should. So now the second spiritual truth I've discovered through running is run your race and no one else's. Run your race and no one else's. I learned this several years ago when I set out to run a 50K trail race. And a 50K is about 31 miles, but this particular race had a shorter course, so it wasn't quite that long. And I had run this race the year before, so my goal was just to beat my time from the year before. I didn't have a specific margin I wanted to beat. I just wanted to improve. And I had really pushed hard the year before, so improving meant I was going to have to work even harder, so my training was intense. Well... It was intense for me on, on my level. And, and there were lots of weekends where I had to get up at 4 a.m. for runs. And um, I had training runs that were full marathon distances. And uh, I had to follow what for me was a strict nutrition uh, guidelines. And, and all of that sacrifice was just to make this goal that I had set to improve my time. So race day came and I was having that feeling I always have on race day, um, which is a a mixture of excitement and nervousness. But I was confident that I had done everything I could to prepare. I'd done everything I could to lead me to that point. Now, trail races are different from big road races or marathons where everyone shows up in a, a giant mass and they fire a gun and you just run the streets that are clearly marked. And But, but with trail races, you're out in the woods and trails aren't always clearly marked and uh, there's a smaller group of people running. So sometimes you're out by yourself and, and you can't just follow the people in front of you or anything. So before the race, the, the race director gave us instructions for following the trail. And this one, there were three different race distances going on at the same time. There was a 10K, a 25K, and a 50K. And he says, 10K, you follow the blue blazes or the, the blue ribbons tied to trees that mark the trail. And he said, 25K, follow the green. And 50K, follow the orange blazes, follow the orange ribbons. And he says, the blazes will be will always be on your left. So if, if you are running down the trail and you find a blaze on your right, he said, you're in the wrong direction. They'll always be on your left. So the race starts and we're off and uh, the trail is very narrow and it's a very narrow path, just maybe about 24 inches wide, sometimes even smaller. And there were a lot of people. So the first few miles is all about jockeying for spots and trying to get around people who are slower than you so you can find your own pace and you're not having to um, uh, be held up by the person in front of you or whatever. And and you burn lots of energy passing 
because you have to speed up to get past that person or often you have to step off the trail to get around them. Or, I mean, even just calling out to them to let them know you're passing takes energy just to say, hey, on your left or whatever. And in trail running, you know, as you can imagine, you always have to keep your, your eyes down in front of you on the path to watch your steps because they're, you know, the rocks and roots and sticks. Plus, it, it was pretty early in the morning and the sun wasn't all the way up. And so there wasn't a lot of light. So it takes a lot of focus on the trail. So a few miles in, I see this sign out of the corner of my eye as I'm passing it. And I think it says 50K this way with an arrow pointing to the left. But everyone in front of me kept going straight. So I just followed them. And, and I barely saw this sign out of the corner of my eye because I had been so focused on the trail in front of me and, and just trying to watch my step and making, you know, keeping uh, people in front of me in, in sight. But everybody kept going straight and, and didn't follow what I thought this sign said. And, and I figured at this moment, I thought, well, maybe I re- misread that. I, maybe it didn't say 50K this way. Maybe it was 25K or something like that. So I just kept following the people in front of me. And we ran along for um, a little ways. And then I started seeing orange blazes on my right. And I started asking myself, now, did, did he say they would be on the right or, or the left? I mean, I, I, could, I could have sworn he said left, but maybe I heard him wrong. Maybe he said right, because everyone in front of me, and I look back, everyone behind me was still heading on the same direction, right on this trail. I even turned around and I asked the guy behind me, I said, are we going the right way? And he said, yeah. And, and he kind of like waved, waved at me to keep, going, to keep going forward. And so we ran for a little ways. But then all of a sudden, everyone in front of me came to a dead stop. And we were all kind of jammed up on the trail in, in this long line. And what happened was we came to an aid station and the people working this aid station were shocked because we weren't supposed to be there until like mile 25. And at this point, it was only 20 or 30 minutes into the race. So obviously, we weren't at mile 25. They weren't expecting us for several hours. And they said, y'all, are, y'all have gone the wrong direction. And we realized we'd missed the turn. I had realized it a long way back, but I just hadn't trusted myself. We had at least run um, about a mile, about a half a mile out of the way. Uh, I think we had run maybe a little over a quarter mile to that aid station, and then we had to run a quarter mile back. But the the problem was the the fact that at that point everyone had followed everyone else. So when we when we came to this stop and needed to turn around to go back in the right direction, there were like forty five people all bottled up in a line that couldn't get around each other. And it was a mess trying to get everyone turned around and start moving in the right direction. And the people further back didn't know why we were stopped and turning around. And it's, it took a long time just to communicate that back to them, uh, like a game of telephone to say, hey, tell them to turn around, tell them to turn around, tell them to turn around. And it was just like a traffic jam without cars. And now all those people I had worked so hard to pass... I had to pass again. And so I had to burn 
all that extra energy doing that, not to mention the, the wasted energy of running out of the way and, and in the wrong direction. And, and then I had to work extra hard to make up for lost time if I was going to make my goal. And I was so mad at myself because I knew I had made that mistake from the beginning, but I had just followed the people in front of me instead of trusting myself or, or sticking to the plan. And I started thinking of, of how all my training was for nothing. You know, at this point, it's like, uh, you know, I'm not going to make my goal. It's all for nothing. All those miles I ran, all those 4 a.m. alarms, all that work gone because of this one little mistake. And my frustration just made me get my heart rate up higher, which was more wasted energy. And it started making me sweat even heavier, which meant I was losing more electrolytes. And I spent the whole race trying to undo that mistake. Now, in the end, I ended up beating my time from the year before, but only by 30 seconds. I really think that if I had kept on the trail the right way, if I hadn't missed that turn, I would have beat my time by 10 minutes. I definitely would have placed higher because of the number of people who missed it that were in front of me, but, but I could have made my goal by a much greater margin. This is where I discovered the spiritual truth that you have to run your own race and no one else's. You know, we spend a lot of our lives chasing after other people. We want to keep up with the Joneses. And we end up running the Joneses race or living the Joneses life instead of our own. And often we wind up, because of that, in debt or overextended financially. Or, or we just simply find ourselves in a life that isn't fulfilling, that isn't authentically our own. And it's not just trying to keep up financially or materially. We wish we had someone else's looks or skills. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've made the comment that it seems like someone has a charmed life because it seems like they have it so easy and I act like my life is a total disaster, which it's not. Jealousy clouds our vision to see our own race ahead. Comparison paves the path toward discontent. Or there are the times when we are living out someone else's plan for our lives and not our own. Either we feel we need to live up to their expectations or take their advice. I mean, how many people entered a profession to please their parents or just because they're trying to live up to some sort of societal standard? That's not running your own race. That's missing the signs along the way and just following the people in front of you. In my own tribe of Christianity, we find ourselves getting off course all the time. We say we want to follow the path of Jesus or be like Jesus. But Jesus calls us to simplicity. And we run off on the path of materialism. Jesus points the way of love. But division and anger lure us off course. 
Jesus calls us to live and work for peace, but we allow violence to be our great protector. And if you want to punctuate that with Scripture, in the book of Hebrews, the writer says, Let us run the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And I would even add the emphasis, let us run the race that is set before us. Not anyone else. The race before us. I know this spiritual truth seems so basic and obvious. And it is. But we all find ourselves off course at some point in life, running someone else's race or just following the people in front of us. And it keeps us from our, our goals for our lives or what we want from life or, or just the life that is authentically ours. So that's it. The second spiritual truth I've learned from running is run your race and no one else's. Look for the next episode and the third truth in the next couple of weeks. And that third truth is when you're running uphill, don't stop. Thanks to all of you for listening and subscribing on iTunes and SoundCloud. Special thanks to Mr. Carter for all your support. Until next time.